back to Stocking Spurs, 40-ish minutes of football adjacent frivolity. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Acid. Hey, Acid, how are you doing? Hey, Patty, I'm good. How are you doing? I mean, I am mid-30s and hungover after a couple mimosas, <laughs> so you know this is going to be a fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> I am coming up on 40 and have a slight backache, but I'm going to power through. <laughs> This will be fun. Um, before we get into football, we just want to, I guess, give you guys a little heads up about what this episode is all about. Obviously, we are currently third on the table. That's just a mere three points away from the leader's man city. So in our first segment, first off football, we will be talking about our last two Premier League wins. That's, I think, all that happened anyway. Um, those are matches against Leicester and Brighton. We honestly can't remember anything else, honestly, that happened in between. Nothing. Mm, nothing um, significant. <laughs> no, nothing comes to mind. Nothing we care about, at least. Uh, then, we, then we move on to our king, Harry Kane, as we roll out the red carpet and welcome him to TikTok. Uh, we're doing an audit of all his uh, talks. Is that what you call those? The, the, the posts you have on TikTok? Again, these are the aunties speaking. So we're checking in, of course, on how life is going with our ride or dire Eric. We love him. We love Eric Dyer. And then, of course, we count all of the people and all of the ways in which Sunny is absolutely adored and loved through thick and thin, in form and out of form. And, of course, BB of the Week. But before we get to everything else and welcome our special guest, please follow us on our socials at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and on Twitter. I would like to say and on TikTok, but then you wouldn't see anything because we're not there. Um, but we may, we might, we might after Harry Kane convinces us. And of course, subscribe, like, share with friends if you haven't, because hello, why are you listening and not sharing the love? And so here we are. First off, football. Welcome back to our football correspondent and overall Kumbaya master, Zen master, love of my life, and acids, actually. <laughs> this is not a throuple. Toby, how are you? Yeah, I'm exceptional. Thank you. Exceptional. <laughs> I, I love hearing from you because it's been a while since we celebrated some wins, and I think that's all we're going to celebrate today because... If you must remember, there was this wonderful game against a little old team called Leicester where we fucking creamed them 6-2. Harry Kane, Eric Dyer, Benton Kors, Sun Hyung Min, not once. Sun Hyung Min and Sun Hyung Min. And Sun Hyung Min <laughs> three times. Wow. I know it's been a while and yet the feelings are still with me. Toby, how are you? Yeah, I'm on cloud nine with this team. Like, whatever a bit of doom and gloom woe is me that i seem to sense in the air around some of the channels online i just don't get it i think this team is absolutely getting on with it they look really tough there's been plenty of adversity and like form up and down and what happens all the way through is we're we're fighting to really crucial results so i'm i'm ecstatic about where the team is the most important table that you'll always look at is how are we performing this year compared to results that we had last year home and away and in most cases we're hitting our marks uh, i mean talking about the brighton game is a, is a huge example of that and a way win to a very good side is absolutely crucial and i think um shows exactly where we are mentally and and you know in preparation for these big games yeah totally i think like just a, a scroll and a half of spurs twitter and you can sometimes like <laughs> 
immersed in a lot of negativity. But I mm. think, like you said, that the view the table that matters is like the table year on year. But to me, like check out just Google Premier League table right now. We're third on the table, and as you said earlier, Patty, we're only three points. That's a single Insane. win away from Man City, the leaders. This is like absolutely a great place to be. So things aren't so bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's and that's stunning to think we're only three points behind Man City. It like the way they're playing and the stats, like in eight of their last thirteen games or something, they've scored more than four goals or something ridiculous. It's it's lucky they can only get three points per game because they're just blowing every other metric out of the water at the moment. But yeah, so to be so hot on their heels still at this point of the season, I think is is fabulous, and we really deserve it. Yeah, so I think right now we're kind of because we're we're recording this right after the Brighton game, and we're kind of on a high from that win. Mm. But we're gonna rewind slightly for a few weeks back to the the Leicester game. We went into that, and I think like we we're one down, one goal down, just a few minutes into it. But the story obviously does not end there. So we know how this ends, and we we absolutely want to talk about the freak show, um, hat trick. <laughs> But let's rewind to the start of the game. Before we get to the sunny freak show, how amazing have we become at at corners? So I think this seems like so long ago now, but I think the first two goals that we scored, Harry Kane at the 8th minute and Eric Dyer at the 21st, were both headers. And there's this really charming Twitter video or GIF, I guess, um, to commemorate that. And it's just, it's our, check it out. It's in our episode description. And it's Gianni Vio. (laughs) the set piece coach and check this out i think this is really all you need to know about the first two goals how awesome have we become this used to be like a running joke that we were shit at corners and now we're regularly crushing them for those for an uh visual description here it's the sunglasses (laughs) meme where the sunglasses in a lo-fi slide down (laughs) onto uh, giovanni vio's face so that's what we're looking at. Yeah, and he deserves that smugness because whatever he's doing, it's working. So yeah, what a terrific string to add to our bow is to to score some more from set pieces because we're kind of known as the counterattacking, fast attack team from the wings, from Kulu, from Sess, from Sun, obviously. So yeah, how how powerful if we can start to score reliably from some of these corners as well. And I think our our hero, like corner hero as exemplified by this tweet from Mr. Eccleshire, will never stop being amazed by Perisic's abil- ability to take set pieces with both feet. Such a cool skill. Crazy. So uh, I guess as someone who has never actually played football, like it, <laughs> I, I need tweets like this to call out specific, like excellent pieces of skill. And that's, yeah, I find that amazing as well. Now that it's been pointed out to me, I love that. <laughs> I was just going to say that's like the thought people say all the time when when the Olympics come around. It'd be really helpful to throw in like an average Jill or Joe in each (laughs) event so you can appreciate how amazing these people are. Because otherwise you just see them, you see them competing against each other and it's like, oh, that guy's so slow. And he's like one of the fastest people in the world. Uh, I would, I would absolutely. I would volunteer. volunteer that. And yeah. Like, yeah, the the one hundred meter. I, I'm down <laughs> to be the the four comparison you want. Yeah. I, I want to be like in the like in like freestyle and like swimming, yeah. where it's like someone's really like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, yes. How do this we should, volunteer for this? This should this will make the Olympics a lot more impressive. Not that it's not impressive enough, but speaking of people who are amazingly impressive. 
that is the freak show indeed that was sunny that who was uh, what what did they say he had a drought he wasn't scoring he hadn't had a single goal this season and yet uh, not this season just this this while and now we get a hat trick in not in like the fastest amount of time 13 minutes and 21 seconds again mr eclosher was you know figuring out what was in the air here because he tweets at the 59 minute mark son and romero on for carlos and sanchez feels set up for son to have a big Ooh. impact and wow i mean wow. this guy needs to bet on the lottery because he is just predicting shit like that was good job sunny who would have thought the first goal alone was like sunny's back and yet he refused to like celebrate because he was just yeah. like calm down guys i'm back and he got back 13 minutes 21 seconds not once not twice but thrice what a well-deserved hat trick yeah his like celebration or lack of a celebration gave me chills yeah that, that was amazing stone cold we just want to call out some i guess this is the return of optogen <laughs> where <laughs> I just cut and paste tweets from Optojo. Love him. But okay. So this tweet says, Sun Heung-min's treble today was the fourth hat-trick Tottenham have scored against Leicester in the Premier League. No side has netted more against a specific opponent in the competition. Ha! And the next one. Sun Heung-min is the first Tottenham player to score a Premier League hat-trick as a sub and the first (laughs) overall in the competition since Stephen Naismith against Chelsea in September 2015. Impact. This is wild. This is really, really wild. I mean, we could wax poetic, and we will. And as a non-technical fan, watching him do what he did makes you see just how incredibly talented he is. When they did that thing on Twitter where they showed what he did last time against Leicester with what he did this time against Leicester, it wasn't the exact same thing. It's like, damn, this guy's just out for the hunt. And I'm just so happy, so happy to see him back on form and... We never doubted Sonny, ever. We Check the never, tapes. Ever. Never. <laughs> um, also, before we move on to our more recent Premier League matches, we just want to, we didn't forget them. Just quick snaps for Bentancur for the for the third snaps. Yeah, no, snaps that's amazing. I the, love it. For the third. The winning, was it at that point? It was the winning goal. Yeah. So thank you. You are not forgotten. <laughs> Not forgotten, Dyer. Not forgotten, Kane. Kane, who loves to score against Leicester. Toby, any other thoughts on Leicester? Because I swear, my I was alive just watching that. That was amazing. Yeah, I think it was just a fabulous team performance. I mean, Hoybier has just been superb. I mean, Perisic is always, like, he came on as a sub, I think, against Brighton and I think against Frankfurt as well. So he's such a a valuable pair of hands to be able to bring on with his experience. It's just um, shoring up, you know, if we have a narrow lead or that kind of thing, he's, he's just so good to see, but yeah, everybody's just doing stunningly. I'm, I'm really, really pleased. All right. Well, we're going to talk about. And for our final game that we're covering now, you know, no other games were played in between these two games that we're now discussing. Wow, what a win against Brighton. I was clearly passed out drunk, and so I was not able to watch this. But 0-1 away, and after such a tough week for the guys, and we'll get more into that later, this is an 
a crazy amount. These stats as of that you, you you got from Tottenham's yeah. um, yes. Facebook page is what? Yeah, so before we get into the emotion of stuff, let's have a look at the cold, hard, uncontestable numbers. Check out this Facebook post from Spurs Official. So PH, our Viking leader, <laughs> had the most touches, most passes, and most interceptions. These numbers are insane. 94, 78, 4. I wish, I wish they gave some, like, just like in the Olympics, when you have a normal person to compare <laughs> against. It would be great to have some reference numbers here, but we're gonna trust that this is this is absolutely impressive. So congrats, PEH. I think eventually player of the match went to Sessignon. Mm. So hmm, but didn't notice any mm. any posts from Spurs. What is this Sessignon erasure? <laughs> <laughs> and Sess did Sessignon had a really good game. He looked really good on the wing, really good on defense too. Brighton is no joke going forward really skillful team so yeah just an exceptional performance it felt again like maybe it always does that the referee wasn't kind of calling it both ways it felt like there were a lot of fouls on on spurs that went kind of unnoticed harry kane on a great counterattack had a shirt clearly pulled and the referee pointed it at it and let uh, advantage play on but doesn't go back and give the yellow card and that really, it kind of adds up eventually. But yeah, it was it was a it was a good match, and obviously a very emotional one. Rest in peace to Dian Ferro, their performance coach. Right, sixty two, passed away, and clearly incredibly influential on the team. As said before, we get into like you know Hugo and all that, and Harry. But if you check every um, Tottenham player's Instagram, because again, we're all old here, their grids. They have posts. Every almost every single player had not at le- at least one post. They had two posts. So like they as they were preparing for the game and the news pa- uh, the news came that he had passed away. Everybody had incredibly heartfelt dedications. I'm just gonna read one because it's a lot, and we'll link to all of them in our description show notes because it's a grid. It will not disappear, guys. But Ricardoson had one that was quite really really emotional and he said since i arrived in tottenham dn has been a huge inspiration to me he always said that i would help him a lot during the season that i was a warrior and even that my hair looked like his since i dyed it white but who helped me was him and much more than he can imagine especially at the beginning when he said i shouldn't lower my head under any circumstances no matter what today we woke up with this terrible news of his passing and we are all devastated but we will continue to play for you my friend he taught us to never give up thank you so much and rest in peace what a that is the shade of like all of their tributes, and I'm I'm getting goosebumps just reading it. But it seems like he really made an impact on the team, and yeah. I mean, and considering that Charlison's one of our newer guys, so mm-hmm. he would have had like a like shorter relationship with him, but he's obviously made such an impact on us. Yeah, yeah, I think, and in addition to the the good results that we've had recently, what's so clear about this team? has and it's kind of evolved from the days of poch the team that we've that we've loved so much it's like this is a really great group of players like just really good men who like are working really hard and really put the shift in every week and are humble and like the way they carry themselves i think is is so exceptional so they're a really easy team to root for i think like win or lose they're just it's a good group 
And I think Conte called that out as well after the Brighton game. I think he mentions that on top of the performance, they're just like they're not just good players; they they they're really like solid people. Watching Harry, I mean Harry scored the goal or one goal, and he dedicated his goal to Gantero. And look at the tweet from Jamie and Chris Cowlin. It's it's just really like oof. the interview was tough. I said to watch. Yeah, yeah, he was really. We we saw this happening live, but check out this video that that captures this moment he was really like visibly moved by it when the interviewer asks him if like i guess w- what the experience was like and he dedicates the team's performance to to Gian Pedro. as sad as we are for the team for his family i mean we've got some games to look forward to and i hate to be the person i know i hate to do this that asks for predictions but we've got a couple things coming up before the end of the month and that would be two, I mean, actually rounds four, five, and six, the back half of our group stage matches. So we're back at home with Frankfurt, hopefully. I don't know what kind of results we're going to get out of that one. Sporting at home and Marseille away. So those are our three um, Champions League games. And then we face Everton at home, Man U away, Newcastle at home, and Bournemouth away. All right. So that's a total of a potential 12 points for our Premier League and how do we score in Champions League? Three out of three? Um, clearly, I am a newbie to this, but guys, maximum points. <laughs> what are our feelings and thoughts yeah. for games? Yeah. Totes, totes. I know this This is starting to sound empty, but I totally believe it. <laughs> and I'm going to say maximum points because most of these are at home. And I think at home, we can really like just pull our shit together and get through it. So I think that's fine. The only thing that's kind of iffy to me is Man U away. But mm. I guess they're we're still above them on the table. We're clearly the stronger team. There's some whisperings of Ronaldo moving away to another to to Miami or something, mm-hmm. Inter Miami. So hopefully things are kind of disruptive for them and not feeling great and we can sneak a win. Toby, yeah, what I about think, you guys? I think like there's really no teams or fixtures we should be concerned about. From here on out, I think we've we've got Chelsea away under our belt, and we always have t- a tough time at Stamford Bridge. We've got Arsenal away under our belt. There's no other particular fixtures that I don't think we could go and grab. So I'm yeah, I think max points. I love it, max points. Here we come, four out of four, and we're gonna get those three stupid Champions League games under our belt and move on to move up in this. Round 16, right? Top 16 or something like that? On to the round of 16. Yeah, right? on to yeah, the so round of 16. Group stage, yeah. And yeah, I think we're yeah. well-placed for that, especially if we can beat Frankfurt. I think away against Marseille is always going to be tough, and Sporting's a great side. So, yeah, three points against Frankfurt, and I think we're looking pretty good. Fingers crossed. And thank you, Kumbaya Master Toby, our sports correspondent, for always keeping, keeping our chins up. What a what a past couple of wins we've had and nothing else at all. All right. Kois, kois, kois. Kois, kois, kois. Hey, welcome back. So welcome now to the meat of the program, what you're all really here for, all of the stuff that happens off the pitch. So for this part of the show, we're going to welcome Harry Kane to TikTok, as you would have noticed. Yeah, welcome! He recently launched his TikTok account. And then we're going to check in on Eric Dyer. We don't talk to 
have him enough on this yeah. show and we just thought you know what so many so many cool developments in his life so let's check in on him and how he's doing then we're going to talk about the very long list of people that owe Sunny an apology or have declared their love for Sunny and that's honestly going to take us if we really did that this would be an entire podcast in itself <laughs> but we whittle it down to the basics and finally we have BB of the week stay tuned for that it is full of cuteness and this time also includes a mystery anyway first things first uh, take your phone out, download TikTok if you don't <laughs> already have it, and follow along as we walk you through the official Stalking Spurs audit of Harry Kane's TikTok. So as you know, at the beginning of Libra season, Harry Kane announced that he's finally on it. And just like, let's not delve into the videos yet. Let's just look at the profile. And at a glance, you will see that as of early October, Harry has just under 400 likes. And we know we know to look at that because we have learned that TikTok is a likes game, not a followers game. So that's, that's the stat that jumps out. 400,000 likes. Now, if I go with the, like, the flow of the algorithm, TikTok wants to show me KDB's TikTok as well. So for comparison's sake, fine, let's check out Kevin De Bruyne's TikTok. And he has 15.4 million likes. So, okay, that sounds like a really wide gulf. But like to put things into perspective, uh, KDB joined in April. So there is time for Harry to catch up and surpass. But I think that's healthy. If he just joined, like at the yeah. end of September, and now on the 9th of October, he has 400,000 likes. That sounds like a that sounds healthy to me. I think that's quite amazing. Although, yeah. we'll get into it, but for me, this feels like Harry just down with the kids in the same way we are trying to cover TikTok. I feel like he thinks the fans are there, so he's trying to be where they are. Having said that, it's still cool that he, I'm so proud of him for trying. But, you know, this is not a Delhi situation where he's like organically there because he wants to be. But that's just me. Neither here nor there. I still appreciate it. Sir Harry King. Yeah, totally, totally. I, I agree with that diagnosis. Because I think over the past few months, we've noticed that his team is starting to try to build the Harry Kane brand beyond just Premier League English fans, right? We know that he's been doing, like, appearances on, like, American late night talk shows. But you, you, actually, uh, you actually brought us a video of you actually... Making a 50-yard field goal? Yeah, this was in New York as well, yeah. I think. How did you end up doing this? This was, we was on pre-season with, with our team, and we kind of, I was doing something with the, with the Giants, and uh, yeah, kind of just started kicking some field goals and, and knocked a few in, yeah. Let's take a look you at this. You know that he's been, like, commentating for, like, the PGA Tour and stuff like that. Be. That could be absolutely perfect. All right, follow that. Any tips, Tommy? I might tell you after three holes. So, so we know this is definitely part of their, like, I don't know, two, five, ten year plan to make Harry like a global phenomenon. Anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. so we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's go back to where it all began. So check out this link that will lead you to his very first talk. Is that what it's called? His very first post. And it was the announcement video. So honestly, I was expecting this to be cringe, but you know what? It's it's not, it's actually not. It starts off with a search bar animation asking, is Harry Kane on TikTok? And it cuts to him, Harry saying, I am now. I am now. 
about to smash some sixes and then out there's of the just park. kind of like highlights of the past year and there's sweet things like this like a really i don't i'm not i'm not gonna describe it just check it out but just look at how he looks at kate honestly find find someone who looks at you the way harry looks at kate we love we love, love. along with the sweet there's like funny stuff it's behind the scenes of his amazon ad where he's talking about his body double who honestly looks cute there you go. And then awkward, there's this weird thing at the end where you spraying a drink at the camera. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, it's like as a video, it's I think it's fitting for someone like Harry. He's not <laughs> I don't get the feeling he's trying too hard to be down with the kids. I think he's staying true to his brand. Yeah. It's very much polished. And it's very much like my I would put this as when the royal family needs to get on social media. Like that's how it feels. Like they, yeah. It's just a channel now. Like you don't have a choice. And honestly, he's right for getting on TikTok, quote unquote, this early. Yes, late, but honestly, for brands like him, he is a brand. And so, what better way? All these brand synergies. NFL. We know Harry is really a fan of the NFL, and so it's really a smattering of his actual interest, which is good because you still need yeah. to, you know, you can't feign interest in something, right? So there's this TikTok or talk, whatever you call it, about, you know, Harry attending. It can't be the Super Bowl because it happens in January. So I guess some like NFL game and, you know, American audiences obviously are very much on TikTok as well. So, you know, just global superstar doing global superstar things. And then, of course, there's that thing with Ted Lasso. And the, but, you know, neither here nor there. We don't know if Jason Slate is an asshole. We don't know. But really just cute to see Harry as a brand, you know, being out there. It really, really feels like there is this persona that he has to live up to. And it's it's cute of him to try. I really appreciate it. It's really dad. It's like dad tries stuff. And it's... <laughs> Yeah, it, it definitely cute. Cute. It has that, it has that. A for effort. A for totally, effort. totally. A for effort. Yeah. So good job, Harry. Um, we will always support you, and clearly, we will be. I will like every single one of your talks to add to your four hundred k thousand likes, and we will soon topple over KDB's fifteen million. That's it. We can do that. We can so do that. All right. Thank. Speaking of things we uh, have missed and uh, just love in our lives, it's uh, it's time to go on a ride or die year with Eric Dyer. Let's check in on our favorite Eric. We really love Eric Dyer. And clearly, based on social media posts, it looks like he is living his best life. He is. He is. So happy for this man. Obviously, with our England captain, Sir Harry Kane, He's welcoming back into the loving arms of the England squad, Eric Dyer. Aren't we proud of him? We are, like, when we saw the post of who Sir Southgate, Mr. Southgate, has chosen for his 28-man squad for the upcoming games, I'm just so, 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 so happy for Eric. He's been trying so hard, playing so well, and gotta love Golini for, you know, the public shaming of the squad that did not <laughs> include him in the past. That is yeah. a friend. That is mm -hmm. a friend. It's That's so nice when someone else does it for you, right? Like, yeah, you don't have to yes. you don't have to speak because Golini got you, boy. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, um, I hope he knows his part in this and that he feels proud as well. I'm sure he does wherever he is now. And you know what? So we know that 
Dyer's career is going super, super well. What about his personal life? Mm-mm-mm. You know, we've never noticed any signs of him having a relationship on his mm. Instagram. Apart from sometimes his family, his hobbies, spotless, mm. sometimes his dogs, sometimes some barbecue with the Argentinians. We don't <laughs> get a sense of anything else. For the first time ever, we get something. Not on his Instagram, but from the tabloids. <laughs> Check out this article from The Mirror. So apparently, Dyer is dating a South African model named Anna Modler. And click through, check out her Instagram. To me, I don't know, to me, classic Instagram model slash influencer. Just totally, totally of that mold. But you, you, I guess, inspect a little closer and you see things like this particular post at an art exhibition. And one of the things we know about Dyer is that he's really into art. And it seems like the very few times he posts about it, he can actually seem really, really snobby about it. So I'm wondering if, like, that's something they, like, really bond over. About art. I don't know. I don't know. I'm... We'll see, because they're they're not on each other's Instagrams. There's no not a single post that hints to this relationship on their Instagrams. I mean, she's hot. How can you not? But I guess my biggest clue that it is her is she follows Spotless. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, let's be real. Get you a girlfriend that, you know, supports your social media in the same way Eric Dyer gets Musa Dembele to post on his grid about an app update. But I guess that's the biggest sign. I'm honestly super happy for him. Do I wish he were brunette? Yes. Do I wish he were me? Yes. <laughs> but really happy I wish he were you also. Yeah, right? I would know. Eric just that. seems like a steady, like a really steady guy. And Thoughts. so I'm just really, really happy for him. If this is, I mean, if this is real. Is it endgame? We don't know. We don't know that. But it's good for now. And I'm really, really happy for him. He is just living the life. So, I mean, I'm scrolling and scrolling through her follows. And she only follows like 181 people. And I guess she's trying to be, like, cool and on the down low that she's like, oh, I'm not following Eric Dyer. Yeah, bro, you follow Spotless. That's a big enough tell. So enjoy. Enjoy each other. I can't wait to see more of each other on your socials. So I'll follow you and hopefully while you're public. And uh, hopefully you give us some content. Yes. She follows a lot of, like, artsy stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, event art, she does architectural digest, high snobiety, apartment therapy. So clearly there's like an aesthetic thing there. And like mm-hmm. you said, she is in photo galleries and shit. So um, South African Namibian and with a lion. Is that lion like three lions like England? I don't know. This is what we do on this pod. We speculate. And thank speculate. you. Thank you. No, thank you to the mirror for... Yeah, more things Eric Dyer is loving. You won't see it anymore because it is a Instagram story, but uh, he reposted the story about the fans chanting his name. I love Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer loves me. And he captions it, I really do, which is, we love you too, Dyer. And clearly, Anna Modler must love you too. So spread the love, Dyer. We're so happy for you. Live your life. Keep bringing out spotless app versions and getting Musa Dembele to post about it and come out of retirement to post about yeah. it on his grid. Um, soon, his, soon Musa's entire grid is just going to be spotless. 
he doesn't post about anything else but unless friends. Dyer tells him to. Yeah, super sweet. Friendship. We can't wait to see more. After the break, more from Stalking Spurs. And we are back. Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. You're still here with me, Patty, and I am here with my co-host Acid. As we wind down the show, guys, we're not down and out. We've got so much more in store. In fact, we've got an entire segment just on the list of folks that owe Sunny, our precious BB Sunny, who we never once doubted ever, an apology. It's a long list, guys. It's a, it's a long list. So if you can rewind your memories back a few weeks, you'll know that like the Twitter sphere was full of sunny doubters. Like, oh, he's lost his touch. Oh, he's over the hill. That's that's the end of his career. He's no longer going to score ever again. And at the same time, there's also the mega queue for the Queen's funeral. So this tweet kind of <laughs> brings two zeitgeisty things together. Check out this first tweet from user named Tom Edwards. Hearing the queue to apologize to Sun Hyung Min has now grown to more than 12 hours long. And that was in light of the record-breaking hat trick. So you know what? It was. Totes. Loads of people <laughs> um, deserve to apologize. But you know what? I think we're going to focus. We're going to focus on the good. We're going to focus on the long queue of people who just absolutely love Sunny, always believed in him, and was happy to see him succeed. Here's a first in the queue. First in the queue and risking it all to be the first in the queue. Ivan Perisic. So our Tito Ivan. Check out this tweet, which just kind of encapsulates that true sportsmanship is risking a yellow card to celebrate a moment. Tweet says, Ivan, yellow card for running onto the pitch from the bench to celebrate with Sun for one of his goals. I actually love this guy, bruv. Yeah, that was sweet. Like you don't you don't need a yellow card and it'll work against you in the end, but I just love how much he didn't care and he's like, No, I gotta be part of this moment. I gotta show Sonny just how much I love him and show him he did. Ivan is like a new guy to the team and he already loves Sonny. How can one of our oldest standing spurs not show him some love as well? This tweet from two oh seven Lieb, I assume it is a Korean fan page, but it's really sweet and it's in Korean, so I wanna click on translate tweet but it basically says hugo hugging and kissing sunny are you crazy but it's cute because honestly it's this video of after the game after that wonderful hat trick you see hugo not only like hug sunny and they get i love i love their hugs but he lifts him up like he's one of his kids i mean that impulse to just pick someone up off the ground when you hug them and it's just like that's that's love it's that's love. so cute What's love got to do so cute i find so that cute. so cute ah and it's like a it's it's a theme that keeps on going because here's Floyd's doing the exact same thing so after sunny scores and he's kind of just standing there looking intensely at the crowd you see Floyd's run up behind him pick him up from behind and lift him up off the ground it's so cute it's like i don't know if it's like just intense happiness and giggle that makes giggle. him just hug and then lift someone off the ground that's sweet I love it. The thing is, when they do it with Sunny, it doesn't feel like just a bro, like, you know, we're bros hug. It feels like it's like someone you really dote on. And this, yes. this little brother or this friend that you just really adore. It's adoration. That's the thing. And after mm -hmm. that game, 
there were so many like Instagram stories of everybody, everybody posting just how proud they were of Sunny. And thanks to this um, Twitter user, Artie Jenki, for doing a supercut essentially for us. His tweet is a video, literally a supercut of all of the stories from everybody. And his tweet goes, Sun must be an unreal colleague friend because he's absolutely adored. And it goes beyond the usual footballers PR posts. Like, well done to one of the best person that I met in my life from a guy he's known a few months. Like, guys, check out this tweet. It is, he's doing the Lord's work because these are Instagram stories that are gone now, but he's compiled them so nicely for us. So thank you. But it is so sweet. It's like, yeah. Exactly. That last one was from, I think it was from Emerson Royale. Yes, and he it says, was. That's, yeah, and that's not it. He also says, like in the story, he also says, You are the best friend. I love you. Or something you, like that. Yeah, you are <laughs> the best, my friend. I love you. Oh my God. Harry Kane says, Never impact. doubt. Goat. Um, PEH says, Min Goal. Like, Eves Bezuma, like everybody, Ricky, Emerson Royal not only does his Instagram story, he does a grid post. Everybody loves Sunny. And again, this is so well deserved. And one day, one day, hopefully a day I don't see, but one day people move on from clubs, right? And I just can't imagine. I can't imagine seeing Sunny anywhere else. And why should we bother? Like he is. He's thought on him through and through, and I'm just so happy for him and all the love that he's received. He is just so likable, and like I know that there was some worry when Carlison joined that, like, ooh, can there be two children in the club? But it seems that they just complement each other. They a do. Korean brother, a Brazilian brother of just adorableness, and I'm so excited to see them collaborate on TikTok because you know that's where they'll be, where they just draw all the fans because... Why not? Why the fuck not? So happy for you, Sunny. Um, we never doubted you. Everybody fucking bow down and respect. Which brings us finally bow, bow, to the bow. what this podcast is really all about. It's Spurs <laughs> BB of the Week. And to new listeners, we just want to say what this isn't. We're not like defending this. We're just explaining it to you. And please come on board. This BB of the Week is the result of Patty and I trawling the Instagram accounts of well we used to call them Spurs wags but I think mm-hmm. as of today we would like to change the way our terminology <laughs> the official term we are going with are the Spurs soaps soaps standing for significant others and partners is that is that correct did I get that right I think so acid we're going to make soaps happen um, we're making soaps happen. We're making soaps happen. And it is a, it's a thin week for Baby of the Week, but we know we'll be back stronger than ever. And Acid, honestly, just take it away because it is, it's a short but sweet list. It, it just it gives all the love. It is an incredibly solid few entries. And we kick this off with Alex Morgan, who played for Spurs for three months in <laughs> 2020. <laughs> But she counts, and Charlie counts. Check this out. It's a multi-photo post, but I would like to draw your attention to photo number one and photo number four, because they will melt your face off on 
the way to melting your heart. It's just, it's so cute. It's it's Alex and Charlie in front of pumpkins, getting ready for Halloween. And then the, the fourth photo is just, I don't know where this is, but it's incredibly cute. It's mommy and me, Terno uh, jackets, Letterman jackets. jackets, and Terno shoes. Just cute. Charlie Morgan just has that face that you're like, it's it's cuteness. And her hair is so long now. And it's she's just such a big she's such a big girl now. She's such it's a like, big girl. She's growing right before her eyes and just really sweet. Charlie Morgan, you will forever be welcome to BB of the Week. And thank you for your entry. Guys, this one is a bit of a stocking spurs mystery. And honestly, I am like elated on multiple fronts. So Emily Kaplan Design, also known as Mrs. Ben Davis. Uh, they recently tied the knot, and this girl posts Instagram stories of their trips together every summer, wherever tropical Mediterranean beach they end up on, um, and interior design things. So very much on brand. And so we get this post from our soap, Emily, and it honestly, as I said, I didn't know what to feel. Let me describe uh, the photo itself. It's a photo of a bunch of dogs, a bunch of very cute cavapoos on a very Emily Kaplan aesthetic seat yeah. in a neutral beige room with nice white shutters. And the caption goes, nursery work in progress. Looks like the dogs approve of our latest delivery. Paint, curtains, and lighting coming soon. Dot, 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 heart emoji. Stop the presses. One. Emily, is this just one of your clients that you're making a nursery for and you're posing some random dogs on the nursery? Because if that is, cool. But my heart stopped when you said, looks like the dogs approve of our latest delivery. I wish she'd have said our dogs because here's the second mystery. So one, is Emily Preggers and having a baby with Ben Davis? I hope so. It's going to be super cute. Two, are these their dogs? So she tagged a bunch of accounts on it. And one of them is called Alvin and Archie. I haven't, I followed them, but only Emily Kaplan follows them. Ben Davis does not. So that's a clue against it. But then this is Ben really active on social? Not really. Um, it says they live in Hampshire. I don't know if that's really where they live, but maybe that's another mm. clue. But there's not a single like photo photo where like you see either Emily or Ben. You see a lot of walkers in it, like dog yeah. walkers. But then there is this one Instagram reel where it's a dog, it's one of it's Alvin or Archie running after a soccer ball, and it says, Happiest when I have my soccer ball emoji. So I don't know, just a random sport. I know British people love, you know, soccer, football, but is it because daddy is a soccer player? I don't know. I'm excited. Verdict, I'm not sure. If anyone knows, let us know at Stalking Spurs, Instagram, and Twitter. Because we'd really love to solve the stalking first mystery. Are they having a baby and do they own these dogs? Science point for yes. Yeah, I would also <laughs> like to say that if you older, 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 75 weeks ago, you'll see that in the upper right corner of one of the photos all the way in the background is uh, a pair of legs with very athletic looking calves. <sighs> and my, mm. my hypothesis is that those belong to Ben Davis. And I have been searching and searching and searching for a photo of his bear calves to compare to see if they're the same ones 
but I have not yet found any because he's always wearing socks. That you know what? His knees. This is fine because we just need to look for those trainers, Adidas, and if yeah. Ben Davis is an Adidas boy, he is an Adidas. Uh, we're athlete. done. It's done. This is him. Exactly. This is their dog. Is oh my god. Oh my god. Yep. You know what? Oh my god. We're going to get. A baby Ben Davis. I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. Congrats. Congrats. Congrats, you guys. In advance. Uh, on behalf of Stalking Spurs, the Stalking Spurs family would like to say congratulations on your little family. Super Please cute. post more. Please. The last uh, <laughs> family we'd like to spotlight on this week's Baby of the Week um, is Marine Marisa's family. So we... We love Marine. She always gives the people what they want. She gives on. She gives us what we want. Always, which is always loads and loads of family-based content, especially around children's birthdays. And this is exactly what this post is. Check out this multi-photo post. One last hashtag birthday party to celebrate my babies. This is three and twelve. Champagne emoji, heart emoji, hash friends, hash birthday, hash party, hash my family, hash proud. Mama, <laughs> this first photo is <laughs> all honestly all the hashtags. Oh, every last one. <laughs> this first one is from what appears to be Anna Rose's birthday party. It could be a joint birthday party, but that doesn't matter. What matters is family. And look at this beautiful family Hugo, Marine, and their three children posing and smiling and hugging each other for the camera. Actually, no. It is it is a joint birthday party because it in the is. foreground, we see two cakes. It we is. see Leandro's third birthday cake. And we also see Anna Rose's 12th birthday cake. I just keep love clicking through. You how low-key this birthday is. I know this is just one of their many birthday celebrations. I know, okay? It's fine to have multiple. But it just makes me feel like the soap is like, oh, we're a normal family. I know you're not, but it's nice to see that, you know, you kind of pretend to be one. It's super cute. It's like, oh, we're normal. Aww. Look at us. We're so normal. Just, you know, just some cakes and some balloons. Yeah. But for sure, for sure, these cakes combined are close to like, my I rent. Don't know, like a normal person's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's rent for a month. Three months rent. These balloons, these balloons, they're not just a bunch of, these are balloon sculptures. Yeah. That, that she has she has delegated to her team to go find suppliers for <laughs> and create. She def, yeah. she def has. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I love them. Anna Rose they send her swatches for the colors of balloons and then she'll <laughs> choose one and then they'll source it from like a balloon factory. In- I wouldn't mind being this so, I feel like she's so nice that I wouldn't mind being her assistant. Like, I, I'll work hard. Love it. Love, love this, love this entire birthday celebration. I- I would love that job. Marine, if you're listening and you're hiring assistants, we would we would love to put ourselves forward for this. I, I mean it's I this think we'll crush it. We'll yeah, crush it's it. either Marine Yorisa's assistant or the baseline normal person in the Olympics. Those are our two potential jobs. Those are our dream so jobs. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to Anna Rose and Leandro. You guys are such a cute family. I'm not over it. And we can't wait to see more from our favorite soap, Marine Yuris. But alas, we have reached the end of the episode. We want to thank you guys for hanging along with us as we 
bring you through the craziness and the ups and downs of being a Tottenham Hotspur fan. My God, I can't even say the name of the club anymore. Um, if you aren't following us, please do on our Twitter and our Instagram at Stockings First. Like, subscribe, share with a friend, rate, review, everything. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, Acid. Thanks, Patty. Come on, Come on you Spurs. You Spurs.